Hello everyone and welcome back to Ringburst Radio. It is episode 13. I am Adam Westwood. And I'm Nathan Harding. And welcome to our WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver prediction show. This episode we are going to predict every single match that WWE are putting on this weekend and maybe give a few thoughts on what we think can happen on Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. We'll start with NXT TakeOver. How, looking, how excited are you looking forward to the show, Nathan? Very, very excited. This could possibly be one of the best takeovers we've ever seen. The card yeah. is absolutely stacked and... You know, you've got about 10, 12 of the best talent WWE has signed. I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. Okay, we'll, st- we'll just get straight into it. I don't want to waste any more time. NXT Tag Team Championship match. You've got the War Raiders versus the Dusty Classic winners, Ricochet and Alistair Black. Who is winning and why? I think War Raiders. I think... I also think War Raiders. Yeah, yeah I think they're just going to hold on to the belts for a fair while. Um, Black and Ricochet are done in NXT. This is like their swan song type type thing, I think. Yeah, they, NXT always seem to give up their their best talents and the things that are the most for them, like a big send-off match. I think this is what this is really is because, especially because they've got a match at WrestleMania as well, which we'll talk about later on. I think that I can't see them winning. I can't see them winning and then being at WrestleMania with the tag belts, especially because then they'd, they'd have to keep coming up to tapings and it'd just ruin everything for them. I, I think it's going to be one of the best matches of the weekend though. I think no one's talking about it as... Yeah, as, people sleeping on this, but it easily could be an absolute... Do you know what this match is? Uh, this match it keeps reminding me of one thing that we'll maybe see in the next few years. is the War Raiders versus the Usos. And I, I want to see that match. Give it. Give it to me. Then we've got the NXT, well, the WWE UK Championship. Pete Dunne defends against Volta. I've gone Volta. I, don't, I think you I probably think have. I have as well. I yeah. think... I think Pete Dunne's like 700 day reigns finally going to come to an end now. Fine. They've got someone they've built up. I mean, I don't watch NXT UK really as much as I should, but I know Volta's been built up like heavily and they've finally got someone who, you know, is a, is a big enough name and a big enough like back into to dethrone Pete Dunne. I think that's the thing. I don't think there's been anyone yet that's been good enough to defeat Pete Dunne apart from maybe Tyler Bate or Trent Seven, but they want to keep those as a tag team more, which I think is the right move. For now, at least. I think, I can't, like, I mean, he faced off against Joe Coffey, and I don't think there was ever any doubt that Pete Dunne was yeah. going to lose the belt. But this one, I don't think anyone's backing Pete Dunne because Volta's just that good. And I don't think a lot of, I feel like a lot of people know how good he is, but I don't think anyone can, like, say, like, oh, this match against him, was in, this match was the best, this match was insane. I think this could be one of Volta's best ever matches. I think it's going to be brilliant. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be held in such regard as the first, as the match that Pete Dunne won at, that the, the one at NXT TakeOver Chicago, where Pete Dunne won the belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be held in that sort of regard. And I just can't wait to see it. Next up, we've got the NXT North American Championship. You've got Velveteen Dream defending against Matt Riddle. This match is very difficult to call, isn't it? Oh, I had a lot of trouble choosing a winner out of this. I love both guys in this match. and Yeah, I mean, Velveteen Dream only won the title not too long ago at all. It must be about four weeks maybe maybe a bit more I think four weeks ago yeah and yeah Matt Riddle's obviously he's on an upwards trajectory in NXT and it'll be huge for him to win the belt so I've gone Matt Riddle I've gone Matt Riddle as well I think the Velveteen Dream's going to get called up after Mania I think we're going to see him on Smackdown next Tuesday that's my thought so I think I also think that even if he stays in NXT Velveteen Dream can he can cope without the title he's that good of a talent um, and also Matt Riddle's not he's not lost yet we know how much they like to have an undefeated champion in NXT it always seems to happen so I mean I can imagine that Velveteen Dream's going to win uh, Velveteen Dream's going to lose shall I say and Matt Riddle's going to win by a bro mission and 
hopefully hopefully it'll be as good as we're predicting it's going to be I mean I think this is the problem with this with this this card I mean there's five matches on it but all five matches could be the best match of the weekend <laughs> no yeah and you're it, right it's so I can't like, I, I'm going to keep saying this match is going to be great this match will be great but it's such a difficult thing because all of them look like they're going to be brilliant which matches. is why it could be one of the best ever takeovers ever. I think it's the like, strongest card they've ever, they've ever put together yeah no I'd agree with that so Matt Riddle's going to win yeah Matt Riddle we got the NXT Women's Championship match: Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane versus Io Shirai versus Bianca Belair in a fatal four-way. Who are you going for and why? Um, I've gone for Io Shirai. I've also gone for Io Have Shirai. Have yeah. <laughs> no, it's because I think Shayna's also going to get called up post Mania. So and then, well, we were speaking yesterday, and you, you introduced me to an idea of uh, a Bianca Belair Kyrie Sane feud moving forward which I like the look of and I think Curry's ha- had the belt I don't think I don't honestly think Bianca's ready and this could be Io's time yeah I think I think Bianca could be built up a bit more uh, I think that they could potentially build her up more towards the summer and then what will be the takeover before SummerSlam which will be takeover Toronto this year yeah um, I reckon that, that Belair's going to win it then and if not Belair then it'll be Candice LeRae winning it then I think one of those two is going to be the, the like the champion heading in towards Mania weekend next year. But I think Io versus I think Io needs to win this. She's still not lost again. As I said, NXT love their undefeated champions, uh, and I think she's the best talent NXT have. I think she's the best wrestler. Should I say I think the best talent they have is Shayna Baszler. I think she's insane. Everything she does is believable. She's one of the best one of the best women wrestlers I think around at the minute. But I, I can't see her retaining and keeping an NXT for much longer. If anything, one more takeover, but she's got she's going to be going up in the next month, like two months or so, I'd say. Easy. No, yeah, she'll be huge on the main roster, won't she? I think, yeah, I think <clears throat> I'm expecting that she'll go up. She'll sort of, if Ronda's going away rumors are true, she'll literally be a slot in replacement for Ronda Rousey. And they'll just have her be the sort of like destroyer. And her, yeah. The instant storyline is that, well, you made my best friend retire and now I'm going to retire you. And That's then. Easy as that. Yeah, no, I like the sound of that. And then we have the NXT Championship match, the vacant NXT Championship. You've got Johnny Gargano facing off against my boy, Adam Cole, baby, in a two out of three falls match. Who's winning and why? Adam Cole, baby. It's the right answer. It is the right answer. And yeah, I think ever since this match was announced, I've had Adam Cole penciled in to to win. Because I've said it on the previous podcast how I thought they were going to do the evolution type deal where all of Undisputed Era pick up the belts towards the end of the year, but obviously Champa's injuries had to uh, shotgun that forward. And I think that this will be the start of Undisputed Era's coronation as champions of NXT. Do you reckon next takeover we'll see Red Dragon versus War Raiders? Do you reckon that's what they're heading towards? And then we'll see Riddle Ooh, versus... yes. And then we'll see Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Oh. Yes, yes, is, yes. This is, a, this is an interesting point because you've got... Adam Cole really is the leader of the, of the Undisputed Era. Like as much as they as much as they have it, they they say that they're an equal group. Adam Cole is the leader, but then you've got Kyle O'Reilly, who's teamed with everyone in the group. Like he's been tag champions with all three technically, um, and obviously Red Dragon was a big thing before NXT, and then um, Rod Roddy and him have become a big team in NXT. But then also part of me is like I really want to see Kyle O'Reilly versus Matt Riddle. So I also want to see Bobby Fish versus. I just want to see all of them. Just do it, but just. Just have a fatal five-way, undisputed here versus Matt Riddle, and then whoever doesn't win will then go into the tag match later on that night. Set, set in stone. I think it's a brilliant idea. 
No, I think Adam, I bought a new Adam Cole shirt last night, as you know. Hoping it arrives. Representing. Before, hoping it arrives before tomorrow night. I just, oh. And the last I knew, because I've already got an Adam Cole shirt anyway, but I need another one. Um, no, I think he's going to win. I think he has to win. I think, I think Johnny Gargano is the sort of person that doesn't, if he loses, his star will grow more. If he does, if he leaves NXT and, and hasn't been the NXT champion, it almost adds more to it to his to his character. Like no, he, definitely. He could only get halfway there, and then when Champa comes back and it be, and beats him on the main roster and wins the WWE title within five months of him being on the main roster, <laughs> next year at Mania we can do we can do what we planned this year for Takeover. That's what I think is going to happen. I genuinely think that Champa's going to come back in less than like six or seven months, and he's going to win the WWE title straight away. Really. I think it's what's going to happen. I can see Gargano going to SmackDown. I can see. Well, Jeez. I mean, there's been reports of Johnny Gargano going to 205 Live. Quickly, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, I've said before, I don't really get round to watching 205 as much as I should. Um, I think it'd be a huge sort of a huge get for 205, like a huge draw in terms of like the following he has in NXT and who would have uh, going forward. But yeah, I, I think. I think you just got to put him straight onto the main roster. I think obviously it would it would help the brand of two hundred five, but no offense to the uh, other cruiserweights on the brand, but I think he's bigger than that at this point. I kind of think the same thing. I think as much as I'd love to see it, because I think I I love two hundred five live. Everyone knows how much I love two hundred five and love cruiserweight wrestling. Um, I think it'd be brilliant to have him on the show, but I also can't I can't see him on the show for too long. I feel like it'd be a bit weird to have someone of that star power who's been an NXT champion like you you've we've had names like you've had Ernie Larkin who is like who's just gone to NXT who's just gone to 205 shall I say but you'd have to think that the way that um, Drake Maverick was like I, I I've asked William Regan and William Regan's allowed him to come and compete and it's almost as if all the GMs will meet and try and steal the rest like steal a wrestler it's not like anyone from it's not like uh, the authorities are not going to want Johnny Gargano on the main shows it's. I think he'll be. I think that's storyline wise where they'll head it and they'll have him go towards Raw or SmackDown. But I think no matter what, Adam Cole wins either by some shenanigans or because well, I mean it's a two out of three falls match. So I mean they could do one DQ easily could be then, some shenanigans, yeah. But it depends because I mean I'd love to see, I'd love to also see the undisputed era get involved, but then that that could potentially cost Adam Cole a fall. So it'd have to help. It'd have to like literally destroy him and then get a fall back, and then it'd be a one on one, a one, literally just a normal match at that point. So I don't know. I don't know what they'll do, but I'm excited. No matter what, I'm excited. But that after that, we're going to something I'm not excited about. WrestleMania. I'm kidding. This is just the pre-show. The pre-show I'm not excited for because you've got two battle royals, which mean nothing. We'll start off with the women. You've got confirmed entrance. You've got Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Nikki Cross. Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, and Zelina Vega. There's only one winner, isn't there? Asuka. Asuka's winning. They have to give it to her at this point. If they, if they don't give it to Asuka, I'll be fuming. If Asuka loses to someone like Lana, I might Ima- just give up with watching. Imagine. <laughs> no, just but give up watching SmackDown for a few weeks. Yeah, they have to. They have to give her the win here because, like, imagine like two weeks before Mania, London, two weeks before Mania, and then. You're the women's champion without without a match booked, and then you lose the title to someone who's been appearing on a different show in a completely different feud, and then you're left in a battle royal. I mean, it's the least they can do is give her the win. I agree. I literally agree completely. I'll just be rehashing what you've said if I go over it as well. 
Uh, Andrew the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So you've got confirmed entrants. You've got Braun Strowman, Michael Che, Colin Jost, Andrade, Apollo Cruz, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Lucha House Party, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Connor, Victor, Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis, Tucker, and EC3. Who is winning and why? Kalisto. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> I thought you were being deadly serious. Well, we need to see some good lucha things in this match, but... I think we could. No, I think Braun Strowman. I, I think... D- I do not think Braun Strowman. I think... Tell me why. SNL, they're going to get these hands. Um, Andrade, you're getting these hands. Ali, you're getting these hands. Everyone's getting these hands. See, well, I'll mention... We'll do this match next, even though it's not in the pre-show. I'll do it just after the pre-show stuff. But I don't think Mustafa Ali will be in the match, potentially. I'll just say it now. I think if Rey Mysterio is not going to be in the in the United States Championship match, if he actually is injured and can't make the show, they'll have Mustafa Ali take his place. Really? Oh, sorry, Ali. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said oh, his, said his blasphemy name. that. How dare I? Now, I think they need, they'll need to put a baby face against Samoa Joe. I'd love to see Andrade versus Joe, but they won't do a heel versus heel. So I'd, I think it'll be Mustafa Ali like it was on SmackDown this week. Um, and then I'll have a proper full side, proper, a, couple of, a proper length match, but we'll get on to that later. I think Andrade's going to win. I think Braun Strowman is going to be too bothered to getting rid of Michael Chain, Colin Joseph in the, in the end of the match. Andrade's going to be there and just get his legs around, around Strowman and just get him out. I pre- I think, I'd much prefer that, but... Or it'll be Colin Jost and Michael Chain getting out Braun Strowman and Andrade will get both their legs and flip them out. <laughs> like, honestly... Do we, have the, do we have them in the final four? The final four is, is Braun Strowman, Michael Che, Colin Jost, and Andrade. I feel like Michael Che and, and Colin Jost are going to like roll out the bottom rope and just hide outside the ring and just wear Braun Strowman out and let him eliminate everyone and then they'll come back in and Andrade gets them all. I think, I think Braun Strowman doesn't need a win in this. He'll get it. I, I mean, I know, I, I know Braun's winning. This is who I want to win. No, I, I prefer that. I think... Then again, I prefer pretty much anyone else. I prefer. I prefer to see Curtis Axel win. Yeah, I prefer to see Bobby Roode. I prefer to see Rhino. I mean, oh fucking Rhino! What, what a, a boy. man! I still, I think he's got my favourite spear of all time. You know, it's up there. I mean, sorry, Gore. How dare I? How Gore. dare I? How dare I? Moving on to the cruiserweight championship match: Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nice, best friends who are now bitter enemies. Who's winning and why? Tony Nice. Tony Nice. This is time. Yeah. The premier athlete, the man with eight abs. I love him. I showed you a video that he did. So 205 Live have a show they do. They put on Twitter every week on Vimeo called 205 Life. And on that, Tony Nese said he had a dream entrance for WrestleMania. And I saw this and ever since I've been imagining this like on a daily basis, he said he'd, uh, <laughs> he said he'd come down from the heavens and every time he'd point to his abs, a firework would go off. So as he goes off, eight fireworks would shoot off as he points to all his abs. And he'd open his arms and then his music would start playing. I think it'd be brilliant. I want to see it so badly. And they'd have Bully Murphy just walk down to the ring. <laughs> I mean, they won't do it. It's on the pre-show. They're not going to spend they're not gonna spend literally thousands of dollars on the pre-show. But I think Tony Nese is going to win. I think, it's, I think this could be one of the best matches of WrestleMania. Because... As much as I was upset, it's on the pre-show because obviously they always put two or five on the pre-show because then it can get more yeah, people yeah. watching it. I also think that this will have way more time being on the pre-show. It'll get a, at least fifteen minutes. At least, because I think you're gonna have probably like twenty-five minutes with entrance and everything, entrance and all. So I feel like they've got the time to have a really, really good match. And if they let them go for it, I think they will. Like the the um, 
the Cruiserweight Championship match last WrestleMania with uh, with Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali was one of the best matches of last year's WrestleMania and it was on the pre-show and I think it's going to be the exact same thing again so hopefully can't argue with that oh while I'm while, I'm, while we're here any big NXT call-ups reckon in the in the Battle Royals ooh I mean they do do some random ones don't they like I think it might have been 2016 or could have been or 2017 it was one of those two but Killian Dane he was he was in it and he, he lasted a fair while. Oh, that was uh, last year. No, no, it tw- no, two years ago. It was two years ago because Corbin yeah. won. Corbin won three years ago, which I predicted before the match, and I'm still so buzzing about that. And I've got written proof that I predicted Baron Corbin <laughs> would loves it. Um, no, I think they'll probably do another women one. I feel like that um, Zia Lee will appear again. Maybe Casey Casanara uh, in the women's one again. No, yeah, definitely. Those sort of those sort of names will appear. Maybe Lacey Lane as well in the women's one from NXT. Um, and then I feel like they might do someone. I feel like they might do someone like Babatunde in the kickoff. In the, but that, which could also mean... This is what I was just about to say that. We may also get Stokely Hathaway at WrestleMania if that's the case. Which I think would be the best thing in the world. But we'll have to see. I don't know if they'll do that. I feel like it'd be a funny way to start his NXT career. And then he can hype up Babatunde. Have you seen that, that on Twitter? WrestleMania. I think Carl O'Reilly was announced for um, Super Strong Style yes. tournament progress, and then uh, Stokely Hathaway now goes by Court Moore put on Twitter like his own little printout of it of him being entrant number sixteen. I love it. Now, I feel like uh, maybe maybe who else for the Met? Maybe someone like Donovan Dijakovic in the men's. Yeah, but it depends. It really depends. Maybe somebody from NXT UK or something. A losing Pete Dunne maybe without a championship or some or they might put someone really random in I'm thinking they'll probably put someone like um, the Ashton Smith or something won't they they'll give someone random so that'd be so random they'll give someone really random a shot but who knows so we're going to the, re- the main card now and it's the match I don't want to talk about because it shouldn't be happening it should be such a better match the Smackdown Live tag team championship match between the Usos defending against Ricochet and Arthur Black again the Bar and Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. I hate this match that Usos are retaining. I've got Usos retaining. Well, I don't really care. I don't want the Usos to lose the belts. I genuinely don't want them to lose it ever. Just let them retain. Let them beat everyone. Fair. No, fair enough. Can't complain with that. No, they've, just, they've just signed a new deal. They're not yeah, going yeah, yeah. to lose quickly. I feel like this could be the last time we see Ricochet and Arthur Black together as a tag team. Yeah, most likely. I kind of hope they split up in the in the shake-up. This throws my shake-up predictions completely to pot because I was not expecting the, this match at all. No, I mean, I was expecting it was going to be the Raw tag team title match yeah. uh, they'd be in. I mean, did you see on Raw afterwards on YouTube and on the, the WWE.com, they put up a a little promo backstage of uh, Hawkins and Ryder saying that they wanted yeah, to Yeah, no, I did see that. And they said they'd think about it. So potentially we'd also get that at Mania, which would be the Major Brothers versus uh, versus the Revival. If that happens, who's winning? If that happens, um, uh, it's going to be Hawkins and Ryder. It's gonna in be like a minute or two, because there's no room for it on the card. There's no room for another match, but Hawkins would finally get his win. It'd be, yeah. big, it'd be like the biggest pop of the night. Unless Kofi or, unless Kofi or Becky win... It will be the biggest pop of the night. But yeah, I think the Usos are going to win. I think Ricochet and Alistair Black will have one more match. They'll have two more matches together on the main card in the net, in the Raw and SmackDown after Mania. And then the week after in the shakeup, they'll split apart and one more go to SmackDown, one more go to Raw. And they'll do it after they've had a, they've had a tag match or something and they'll, they'll be about to win. They'll be about to go for a tag match or something and then they'll be like, ha, you've split up now. 
Um, and then maybe we'll see like, and then hopefully after the match, we'll see a, a black mass on Ricochet. Just like from like hitting Ricochet. So if Ricochet gets sent to SmackDown as a bit of a baby face. And also black looks a bit more dominant. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, we'll then go on to a match that I know that you don't care for. Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle in a farewell match for Kurt Angle. Who's winning and why? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you, want to give my, do you want to give my prediction? Thank you. You suck. <laughs> what a shirt. The worst shirt of all time. I'll give my prediction because I, I, I think it's honestly what they'll do. I think Baron Corbin's going to win in about five minutes. And now I've really upset everyone. Make everyone really happy, Nathan. <laughs> You've upset me. Um, yeah. Kurt Angle, he's going to tap out Corbin in about a minute, two minutes. And then, just like back in the day, back in 2003, was it? Yeah. Or, yeah, it was 03. Or was it 02? 2002. Yeah. Well, we're going to get pretty much a rehash of that. And who's going to come out? John Cena. Do, 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 do. And then they'll have about a five-minute, five ten-minute match and Cena will win. But, yeah, that's my prediction. And also, more of a, a dreams fantasy scenario rather than a prediction. Yeah, I, I really want that to be the case. But for some reason, I just can't see... I can't see Baron Corbin really... I feel like it's a really bad situation for him. Because I really like Baron Corbin on a normal day when he's not wearing a suit. When he's wearing his, his old... Tra- his old uh, those weird... Those weird, like, patchy... <laughs> those weird, patchy, like, biker trousers he used to wear. <laughs> I thought it was great. I think it was brilliant. Um, but I think they've put him in this match, and if he wins or if he loses, he's not really got anything to show for it. Like, if he beats Kurt Angle, great, you beat a 50-year-old man that's not been wrestling very well in the last few weeks, and we know he's retiring anyway. If it was just these two, they could have built this match up a lot better than they have. If they'd have been building this up from the minute that Baron took the, the GM job, and then Han announced it was going to be Kurt's last match, and then he retires after the match... That's so much big. That means so much more for him because Baron can then almost brag that I made him retire. It wasn't like he was going to retire anyway. I've made him do it, which is like great. I retired a man that he, I lost and I retired. <laughs> like there's nothing. There's no win for it. So I don't know. I kind of hope that Cena comes out and does something. Actually, I've not. I've not got this written down. But I've just remembered. You've got Elias as the. I was just about to say that WrestleMania musical guest. The Rock's coming out, isn't he? Yeah, the Rock has to. Come yeah, out. well, the grandest. We've seen so many people interrupt Elias, and it's the grandest stage for well, the grandest interruption. I think what's going to happen is because the Honky Tonk Man is going into the Hall of Fame the night before. So I think the Honky Tonk Man is going to try. And, it'll be, it'll be just before they do the Hall of Fame thing, and they'll get everyone to come out and like wave it as they do every year, or, or Elias will come out during that. And then they'll have a, a guitar off. And then The Rock will come out and have a guitar off. And it'll be The Rock, The Honky Tonk Man, and Elias. <laughs> Which would be the most random, but also the most, the, the absolute best thing I've ever seen. It'd be hilarious. I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I don't know if anyone that listens to the podcast, I don't know if we've mentioned this before. So me and Nathan went to watch the Royal Rumble together with uh, the Breed Pro Wrestling, like wrestling, uh, Royal Rumble show event. And for some reason... Nathan predicted that at number two in the Royal Rumble, once Elias came out, it would be Jeff Jarrett. And he predicted this before the match even started. And then Jeff Jarrett came out, and I've never seen a man pop so hard for like a 54-year-old man in a guitar. Oh, I love that. 
than Nathan Harding. It was amazing. So I feel like I feel like I'm gonna steal your thunder on this one and say that it's gonna be the honky tonk man that's gonna steal the Go thunder. And then the rock's gonna steal their thunder. I would love to see that. The rock's gonna um rock bottom the honky tonk man. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. Brilliant. I love that. Women's tag match, who's winning? Charlotte, you've got Charlotte. I, I wish Charlotte was in this match. You've got the Boston Hood Connection, which is a name I hate. You've then got the Divas of Doom, uh, Phoenix and Talia, Nia Jackson, Tamina, and the Iconics. I, who do you I think, I'm not sure we might have different predictions for this one. Because, I, well, depends. I've seen you post a few things on Twitter, but depends if you're sticking with... I've got. I've gone for Bailey and Sasha to retain. I don't want them to retain. I think they're going to retain. They're getting really boring to me. They're going to retain. They don't. I don't think they work as a team. I don't think they work well. I really want to see Bailey and Sasha versus the Sky Pirates. I think that's a big match. I want to see potentially the next takeover if Io doesn't win and Belair wins. However, that being said, I think that they've become quite a boring tag team. They work better as opponents than they do as a team. Um, and also, I think Sasha's. Sasha's in ring ability has gone down quite a lot as of late. Like she's not, she used to be in NXT. She was like one of the best women's wrestlers of all time. It looked like, but her work rates changed a lot. Like she's been injured quite a lot of times. And I think that might have, I think it's knocked her confidence in the ring a lot. Well, like she, there's she, only so many times you can have matches with the riot squad before you get bored as a competitor as well. True. But I think there's a team that, I think this is the most, uh, I don't know how to word this to make it sound better. I need to I know sell, where you're I need going to sell with the here. idea of this match. I know where you're going with... Where am I going with this, Nathan? Are you saying Iconics? Yes, I am. They are the most insane tag team, I'd say, in wrestling at the moment. Like, in in main in like the main roster wrestling, they're the most insane tag team out of anyone, men or women. And I think it'd be brilliant. I feel like they're the sort of guys that... I feel like it shouldn't be a heel at the moment. I feel like it'd probably be better if they waited off to, like, SummerSlam and had a heel win. But... Because obviously the titles are going to be defended on any show at any time. But I think they, I think they could, I think if anyone could pull off being a bad like a heel champion that was like a fighting champion as well, it'd be the Iconics. And I think for everything it might it might make um, Bailey and Sasha more interesting if they're if they're chasing rather than that's what I'm thinking. And then also if they then lose and they're chasing, then can lead into a match by them again, and we can have another classic potentially. That's what I'd rather have. I'd much rather see. Bailey and Sasha chasing the championships rather than heels chasing it. Because, I mean, you've got... I don't know. I just feel like heel champions usually work better unless there's a big story going into it. Like, we'll get onto it later, but the, the WWE Championship match is looking a lot more interesting because there's a babyface that we want to see win. Yeah. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I still, I'm still going to say Bailey and Sasha just because the other two of the NXT four, four horsewomen are in the biggest match yeah. of the night. And... Obviously, you know, it's harsh and well, not harsh because they've not been built up, but it's probably going to be hard on Bailey and Sasha. Obviously, yeah. they'll, be, they'll be happy for their friends, but and I, I just think they're going to hold the belts for, for a little while. I think that's fair. The United States Championship match, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Is Rey Mysterio firstly going to make it? If he makes it, who's winning? If he doesn't make it, who's replacing him? Right. Now that you, what you said about 10, 15 minutes ago on the pod. Um, right, so I've got two predictions now for this where I originally had okay. one. I've got, if it's Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio, I've got Samoa Joe winning. Mm-hmm. And Mysterio doesn't have to be 100% because this doesn't have to go long. 
this could go like four, four or five minutes. Um, but if what you said happens, which I think would probably be the best replacement they've got on SmackDown for Mary Mysterio in Mustafa Ali, then I have Mustafa Ali winning. I've got the exact same predictions. I think they'll do the exact same thing. I feel like I thought Rey Mysterio might win for a little bit, especially if Andrade wins the, the Battle Royal and they can have Mysterio versus Andrade and have a full-on send-off to it at, at Money in the Bank. But I feel like they'd rather have... The more I think about it, the more I'd rather have uh, Andrade and Money in the Bank. Imagine Andrade Imagine. with the Money in the And it holds on to it, keeps it for a little while as well. Because we haven't really yeah. seen that in a long time. It's been a while since... I mean, I think, the, I think the last person that's had it for a really, really long time was Rollins. It was like a mat for the men. For the, the, yeah, yeah, definitely on the men's side. Because Bliss held hers, Bliss didn't hold hers for a while. Um, Carmella held hers for nearly a year. Yeah, and she kept, the cashing kept getting teased, didn't it? Yeah, and then it got really boring. But I feel like, I feel like either Samojo wins if it's against Ray, if it's against Andrade. If it's against uh, Mustafa Ali, should I say, Mustafa Ali's going to win. Next up, Intercontinental Championship match, Bobby Lashley versus the Demon Finn Balor. The Demon Finn Balor is going to win, isn't he? The enthusiasm in your voice. No. Yeah. This no. is probably the match I care least for. Okay. I used to... I still love Finn Balor. I prefer Finn Balor though now to the Demon. I mean, especially since the last time we saw the Demon was against Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. We didn't... Since that time, he's had his first Intercontinental Championship match, of which he didn't actually wear, use the Demon. He had a Universal Championship match, of which he did not use the Demon, against the best win-loss record in WWE, probably in history at this rate, and now against Bobby Lashley once he's lost the title again. Someone he's already beaten as is, he's bringing out the Demon. It's, it's almost laughable how little they've made me care about the Demon character and how interesting it was in NXT. I'm bored. I'm bored you just talking about it, to be honest. Thanks, mate. Means a lot. Means a lot. It, no, it's not. It's, oh, it's just... I know exactly what you mean, though. I agree. What's the point? I just don't care for I want to see... If I, like, if he has a big match, you should bring it out. And then if and then, he, then when he doesn't bring it out for a big match, it's more interesting because he thinks he can do it on his own. This is, and, and then when he can't do it on yeah. his own, it adds more intrigue. I was to always his excited to see the demon and take like and takeovers because you knew it's going to go, go go down and Balor's bringing his absolute A game. But I mean, yeah, last time he brought it out was back was it could have been about eight months ago. Was some time? Yeah. yeah. Well, this thing because they don't they don't want the demon to lose. Which is why they don't bring him out. Yeah. If you know he's not wearing the demon in a big match, he's losing the match because they won't have the demon lose lose a match. Yeah, like he's undefeated as it in. It's silly. Yeah, this is going to go about a minute. If I've got two written down, but I think yeah, gonna... yeah. Uh, but let's just move on because I don't want to talk about it. I feel really upset now to talk about it. And I love Finn Balor as well. But I love Bobby Lashley as well. I love every all of all yeah. the guys in this match. I, even I mean, Bobby Leo Lashley. Lashley bit of a TNA mark and Bobby Lashley was one of the best things in TNA for about two or three years and now he's doing nothing it's, yeah. it's really sad isn't it well after that we've got hopefully which I think could be one of the best matches I think the most excited match I may be for like I may be looking forward to the whole weekend that didn't make any sense English like, any sense that didn't make any sense English any sense English did it <laughs> Batista versus Triple H in a no holds barred match where if, if Triple H loses He's no, he's retired. I'm so excited for Batista. I can't. I can't wait, wait for this match. Actually, I think it's going to be class. This is just going to be absolute. It's going to be completely full 
of weapons and shenanigans. It's going to be so shenanigansful, isn't it? Like, it's going to just be the wildest match of the yeah. weekend, at least from WWE's standpoint. No, I can't wait for it. I honestly can't. So brilliant. Um, I, I said, as soon as this match was on the table, I said Triple H, and with this stipulation, it just reinforces who I think was going to win. This could possibly be one of Batista's last ever matches. I think either way, it's someone's last match. Interesting. But I mean... Triple H, I mean, we've had people's career be on the line before and they've come out of retirement. True. True. I mean, yeah, it, retirement means nothing to WWE. So I'm going for Batista. I feel like you've got, you've got to think of it from a business standpoint here. Triple H has had a match every single WrestleMania for the last, like, what, 10 years at least? At least. Right. In that time period, he has done everything he can. What more can he do now, apart from potentially lose to an NXT superstar? Well, this is the thing. Trip- so I feel like adding that adding that stipulation was stupid. They should have left it without Triple H's career because then Batista should have, will win. I want Batista to win. I will never not support Dave Batista, and I will. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna scream. I walk alone. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just gonna scream. I'm gonna lose my mind. And I can't wait. I can't wait to lose my mind to see Batista in wrestling gear. I just can't wait. I think Triple H, he's lost, he's lost a few Mania matches recently now. Um, well, uh, did he lost to... Who did he lose to? Oh, he lost to he's lost to Rollins. He's lost to Reigns. He lost to Reigns. Yeah. He's lost three on the trot now. I don't know what, what came before that. Uh, That's actually a good question. Was it... Wait, was this... Are we going back to... 2015 yeah which would have been Sting which was the last match he won was it? yeah wait yeah his last win 32 was was Reigns he lost to Reigns 33 was Rollins 33 was Rollins 34 was Ronda and Kurt Angle so yeah it was it was Sting so his last win he's not won for four years three or four years not WrestleMania I I just think Triple H he's going to be around next Mania and the Mania after to face well I mean to face some younger talent they made they made Shawn Michaels retire and they brought him back They, they, they brought out the greatest wrestler of all time out of retirement after he stuck to his retirement for about 10 years they made him they made him come out of it for a Saudi show I don't think that Triple H is done but I think he's going to lose to Batista. I think there'll be a rematch, you know? I, I would love to see that. Even though I haven't seen this match yet, I would love to see it. I feel, like, I feel like they could do a rematch. I don't know. It's stupid. The entire match, the whole premise of this match is stupid. Well, that now it's a no DQ. We've finally, Triple H's career. finally found a match we disagree on. But Batista's going to win. Triple H. It's time to play the game. He walks alone. I need to see, I need to see more of Hollywood Batista. I need to see more of Xavier Woods. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think we should have Xavier Woods just sing the theme tune. Like, sing him out. Yeah. Okay, I think we'll go on to these next two matches, maybe the best two pure wrestling matches of WrestleMania. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Oh my God. The promos leading up to this. I'm they've done so two pro- They've done two full promo segments and it's my most excited match of this weekend. Who have you got winning and why? I think this match could also kick off Mania, shall I say, as well. Oh, that would be very, very juicy. Um, I've literally had to toss a coin here. Really? I've got I've got one pure winner. I think really? It was the easiest match of the really? card to pick. Really? So, oh, I'm finding it hard, okay. but I've gone Randy Orton. I've also gone Randy Orton. I'll explain why I've gone Randy Orton. 
last week in our um, in our Superstar Shaker podcast, I mentioned that I think AJ Styles is going to go to uh, to Raw. Now, I also think that this match essentially is going to have whoever stays on whoever wins this match is staying on SmackDown. The loser is going to Raw. I think AJ Styles needs to go to Raw because he's done everything everything apart from being a tag champion he possibly can on this show. And I think Randy Orton, this this heel character of Randy Orton could be a great, great winner. A great winner of the WWE Championship in 2019, potentially. Well, you've literally just written a reason behind my decision, so thank you for that. Ames, please. Ames, please. No, I think I, I can see this. We'll touch on the, on the WWE Championship match later on, but I feel like if you need a heel to face someone who's a face winner Ooh. you've got a bit of story yeah, so yeah there's plenty of background behind so it makes, that it makes perfect sense heading towards the next pay-per-view as well if you've got this man I mean we can, we'll, we'll go to this match straight away because it, it sort of follows on you've got Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston I'll go to the actual pure wrestling match event in a minute but now I've sort of, I've sort of brought this up Kofi's got a win hasn't he I don't want Daniel Bryan to lose I love this Daniel Bryan character but I think Kofi needs the win. I can I just can't. I'm so excited. I'm going to pop so hard if it happens. I think we need Kofi Kingston to win. I think there's never been a black WWE champion. What? There's who, no who better? Who better than Kofi Kingston? A- absolute veteran. And then their first feud is set up right there because you've got Randy Orton who's <sighs> yes, smacked down to his two biggest non-champion stars. And maybe even a triple threat, so it'll be Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston. I think this this has been my favourite storyline leading up to Mania. This has been my favourite main roster storyline, I think, in years. Like, I, I think it's the best story they've done. The, and it's, it's by accident. And vi- vi- yeah, and Vin- Vince's uh, involvement in it has just elevated it. Like, they keep you know, holding Kofi back, and it's just going to make it more special when he finally gets there. Do you reckon, though, if, Andro- if uh, Mustafa Ali never got injured, he'd have been in this position? I, th- I think so. I f- well, I think that's where they were going to head, wasn't it? I think I'm so disappointed in that because, like, I know you're huge. He's honestly one of my favorite wrestlers. Like, he's in my he's in my top five. And I mean, if he'd have gone from the Cruiserweight Championship one WrestleMania to the WWE Championship the next Mania, it was like a full on fairy tale story for the guy. And I thought it, I thought he was going to win it at Mania, but I think Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Now he's got this chance. Kofi's going to win it. I hope he wins it. Kofi, so he was he wrestled in the first ever WWE live show I ever went to. Really? On the f- first match, him and R-Truth versus Epico and Primo, the boys. I love Epico and Primo. The shining stars. I want to see, right, my big prediction for WrestleMania, like the post-WrestleMania season, I want the shining star, I want the Colognes as they're called. I want the Colognes versus the Usos. Brothers in arms. Imagine heading towards. Imagine slide. if they actually gave Primo and Epico a, a decent amount of time to give a good performance, I rather mean, than just. They're, they're brilliant wrestlers. They're, they're honestly insane. Give them a chance, guys. Give them a chance. Right. That being said, we'll go on to the match I was going to do before this. A match, another match I'm incredibly excited for. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Who have you got, and why? I think you know who I've got, don't you? Who have you got, Nathan? I think I know who you've gone for there. Who have you got? I'm playing it safe. I'm not playing it safe. I know, I know you're not. I've gone 
for the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre winning in dominant fashion. Dominant. Do you know why he's going to be dominant? Because the week after, Roman's going to SmackDown. And then right there, you've got same thing as same thing as uh, Randy Orton. You've got your number one contender for the for the Universal Title right there. The winner of this match will be in the Universal Championship match at Money in the Bank. I think I, th- I think it's that straightforward. I think whoever wins versus AJ versus uh, Randy Orton will be in the WWE Championship match. The winner of this will be in the Universal Title match, and Drew McIntyre is winning, and he's also then going to win it at Money in the Bank. And who cares for Seth Rollins anymore? I don't. Drew McIntyre just inject it to my veins. And, oh, <laughs> inject I, his character. Into I, I love Drew. I, I, it's amazing, actually, like how he went from the chosen one, and everyone had high hopes for him, and then he was part of 3MB for a while and he was job. And then I think 2014 he was released, and then onto the Indies, Impact, Evolve, absolutely killed it. WCPW. ICW everywhere just killing it on the indies like and then he's come back NXT won the belt I think going to NXT was the best decision for him yeah it allowed to re-establish him didn't it if he'd gone back to the main roster he'd have been destroyed he'd be back where he was before I think it's brilliant I mean the fact that I think him coming up with with Ziggler helped him massively again he was already getting re-established on NXT but this re-established him on the main roster with Ziggler didn't it also if he defeats all three members of the Shield, he's literally retired Dean Ambrose. Like that, because he's not been seen on TV since. He's been at shows. He's been after the shows. But he's not been seen on TV since. He can say that he retired. He retired Dean Ambrose. He defeated. He can be the he's man. Better put- than he can be like I'm better than leukemia. <laughs> leukemia can't beat Roman Reigns, but I can. Insane. What? What the fuck? insane he's the man the, put, the heat that man he get. finished off the shield I know exactly. it, it was their it was their final match but he can say he's the one that put the final nail in the coffin and ended it but yeah you, you're swaying me here you're swaying me I'm teetering oh, I'm te- I think honestly these these four ma- these like three ma- these four matches here are my are my most excited four on Wrestlemania being Triple H I, I'm gonna stick with Reigns AJ Orton Reigns Drew McIntyre and Kofi and Drew uh, Kofi Kofi and Daniel Bryan but Drew's gonna win. Drew's gonna win. We go on to the Universal Championship match now. The second to last match of the card. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Who's winning and why? See, I wanna give a bit of pre- I wanna give a bit of warning of my idea first. Right. So there was supposed to be a Saudi show this month, of which apparently has been postponed. Like next month or so, shall I say. So after Money in the Bank. There's apparently supposed to be a Saudi show. Of which now this whole stuff that John Oliver did has apparently put that on the back burner and they might not do it now. So that being said, I was expecting they were going to have Brock lose the title in Saudi. I was about to say that. Now that's in up in the air. I think it's helped Seth out massively and I think Seth might win. Yeah, pretty much exactly the same as what you've just said there. I, I've, I originally had Rollins-Lesnar and then literally just before we went on to that match, I had in my head oh, actually, Saudi show, they'll just hold off till then. But then you've just obviously said that, yeah, I think Rollins will possibly do it Do it this Sunday. I wasn't excited for this match at all until Raw, Raw this week. I Everyone's complained about Raw this week. I thought, apart from the, the, final, the final shot of Kurt tapping out uh, 
Baron Corbin on the on the ramp. I think this was the best, one of the best roars they've done in a long time. Especially the whole segment with the women, and then the segment with Seth and Brock to start the show with. But the fact that Seth held that title in the air, I thought it was possible. I'm thinking he could do it. I want Seth. To, I want Seth Rollins to win. I think we all want him to win. I, think I just want someone to be the champion. I'd give yeah. it to. Give us to Heath Slater. Everyone else from Durham being can be world champion. Why not Heath Slater? Well, I saw you you bigging up Bo Dallas oh, I love on Bo uh, Dallas. Twitter the other day. Why don't give we just it give Bo. it to Bo? Give it to Bo. But I mean, we'll go to the actual main, the biggest, the biggest match of this year, arguably of the last few years, and the most important one for especially. You've got the winner takes all main event, the Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey, the SmackDown Live Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. And the WWE Royal Rumble winner of 2019, Becky Lynch. Who is winning? Who is going to be the first ever dual woman champion? I'll get my prediction out of the way first before we move on to the big boys. The big boys idea. I'm gone completely very safe. I had this. I've had this as my winner since Rumble, and now that it's winner takes all, and the other two. Like they they made a big deal about it being winner takes all. Like they they could have easily like had a WWE.com article saying both belts are going to be on the line, but they made a big deal of Stephanie saying it's winner takes all, both titles on the line, and it just makes me think because Ronda has the Raw, Charlotte has the SmackDown, so Becky's going to win and end up reigning, holding both. You've nearly swayed me with that. What's your prediction? I want to see that. I'll, pre- I'll just prerequisite what I say, but I want to see Becky win. I want to see Becky Lynch be a dual women's champion. However, what do I think is going to happen? Woo! Charlotte Flair's going to be the first ever <laughs> dual women's champion. It's going to happen and everyone's going to hate her and I'm going to love it. Everyone's going to, everyone in the world will be screaming hate towards Charlotte Flair and I'll be like, yes. Yes. She'll be the absolute... Charlotte Flair, in my opinion, is the best women's wrestler of the last decade. Every single like match of the year that the women have, Charlotte's always a part of it. Always. Best match of Mania last year, apart from Ronda and Kurt, was Charlotte Asker. Best match of Evolution, Charlotte versus Becky. Best match of... Um, excuse me. The best match of WrestleMania 30... The only good match of WrestleMania 32... The woman triple threat that Charlotte won. Charlotte Flair is the best. I love Charlotte Flair. She's going to win. But I want to see Becky Lynch win. I was really upset when Becky Lynch won the Rumble because I was like, they're going to have Charlotte be in the match as well, aren't they? And I said it to you. I was like, they're going to have Charlotte in. They're going to put Charlotte in. And the second I saw Becky Lynch win the Rumble, I was doubting that she'll win the big one. I think in my heart, I want Becky to win. My head's thinking Charlotte. Well, now... Your idea it sounds amazing. Because and I, I want to is, actually see that now. Thing is... She'd be a monster heel. There's, they've never had a heel this big. Like, there's never been a chance The potential a, is there. Because Becky Lynch is the biggest merch seller of the last few years. And if she loses, that's not going to change. That's, yeah. If she, anything, her, that's going to increase her sales. If she's screwed as well in the final. If, she's not, if she, might, she might even... If she pins Ronda and doesn't pin Becky, and she injures Becky or something... And then Ronda gets pinned, or submitted, shall I say. Insane. But I mean, my thought is, do they want to see WrestleMania end with a real, with like a really grumpy crowd? But my also, my thought is also, out of the three big world championship matches with the women, uh, the Universal title and the WWE championship, 
the, all of the champions going in at heels. Kofi Kingston, I think, is going to win. I think Kofi Kingston winning is a shoe in. I don't think they're going to do all three. Which... They're gonna, yeah, but I also think Seth's going to win. So I think I think they're going to have Charlotte become plus civil champion. They love to do these. They love to end like obviously you get the the, the big baby face celebration manias, but you also get these these huge heel I mean, defining what, moments as well. Technically, that's what uh, you had from. I mean, like WrestleMania seventeen, the best mania of all time has that. Um, you've got like WrestleMania 30, 30, 31 you had Seth winning at the end I mean the smarmy heel after, afterwards I think no nah, I think the more I think about it the more I think Becky Lynch is going to win but I would I yeah. would just love to see like I think Becky Lynch needs this match more than anyone else Charlotte Flair has done everything she doesn't need to win the main event but in theory because like, I, I predicted this last year on, I think on the podcast last year I said uh, we'll see Ronda versus Charlotte at Mania next year in the main event. Becky wasn't supposed to be here. She's forged her way in and she's going to forge her way out with both belts. But oh, imagine the boos. It would be better. She'd get more boos than Roman did after he beat Undertaker. She'd yeah, easily. That. No, she'd be, yeah, she'd probably be the biggest heel in a decade easily. Oh my God. No, I think, maybe since the NWO turn, maybe since, maybe since Hogan joined the NWO. I genuinely be, it'd be that big of a heel turn um, especially after because Becky let's be honest Becky's gonna win the belt at some point it doesn't matter if it's yeah, no, slam, yeah. if it's next mania she's going to win the belt will they pull the trigger too late on Becky Lynch maybe Charlotte Flair could do it especially like, like I've, the amount of memes you see about Charlotte Flair being an absolute third wheel and that, like everyone wanted to see Becky versus Ronda and then everyone was saying Charlotte's the third wheel no one wants, no one wants her in the match and then this match is the most intriguing match and then you could we've not even discussed Ronda winning Ronda could win both belts because there's rumours that Ronda could leave but Ronda that may as well that could just be bullshit that got sent out in, to then make it think everyone, make everyone think that Becky's going to win because either way if Becky doesn't win whoever does win will be the biggest heel they've had in years but I think there's already more hatred towards Charlotte than there is than there is towards Ronda and I love Charlotte Flair I think she's on, as I've, I keep, I just give her more and more praise every single week, almost. I think, yeah, I think it's time for Ronda to uh, to lose. I think she Definitely. needs. I think after a whole year of winning, I think this could be the big match she loses, and I'd like to see it happen. Either way, I'm intrigued and I can't wait for it. Charlotte Flair, Ooh, the booze, the booze, the booze. But that has been it. That has been that has been our entire prediction for WrestleMania 35 and NXT Takeover New York. I've been. Adam Westwood and I've been Nathan Harding and we will see you next week breaking everything down bye guys <laughs>